0: All right. Today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph, page thirty-one of the HaLeGum Mesechis Gittin. We're going to pick up on Daf Lamed and Beis. We're going to hopefully, depending if we could cover ground, we may be zayicha to finish the Perak today. To finish the uh, the third parak of, uh, of Mesechis Gittin, it ends on the top of Lamed Betz, Daf Lamed Beis. But let us uh, let's get going. So we're going to pick up t- from from the words (coughs) Ella Amar of Mesharshia Beredar of Ella Amar of Mesharshia excuse me, the last one on the the line is Ella and we are about a little more than halfway down on Lamed Amar Beis, (coughs) Ella Amar of Mesharshia, okay, we'll give a moment to find the place now, what we're trying to understand at this point of our Gemara is a Brisa Which said that if uh, you have a Yisrael that says to a Levi, I have Miser to give you. Okay, I have Miser to give you. Instead of me giving you the actual Miser, I would like to give you funds. I'll give you money instead. Instead of giving you the actual produce, I'll give you money. So now what should be the issue with that? The only concern we have is the following. When a levy receives miser, he has to separate from his miser as well something called Trumas Miser. So the concern is that if the Israel gives him money instead of produce, how can the Israel use all the produce? Maybe the Levi had intention to set aside Trumas Miser from that money, from that produce. And it's not all his. That's basically the problem. So the Rebriza says that we're not concerned about that. If Yisrael says to a Levi, I have Miser and and instead of giving you the produce, I'll give you money. We're not concerned about any Chumas Miser being inside of it. The assumption is that the Levi has other ways to figure this out. Now this is what we're trying to understand. Okay? So this is where our Gemara picks up with Rav Misharshia coming to with uh, Rev Misharshiah coming to um, coming to uh, explain the brisa. So here we go, I love Rav Mesharshia. Rav Eid, Rav Misharshiah, explains the brisa. Haki is that's what we mean to say. Yisrael shama le'ben le'vi, if Yisrael says to a ben le'vi, there's Miser that belongs to your father that I have in my possession, right? So I, I have Miser, I set aside for your dad, the Yisrael says. And uh, the father passed away. And he, instead of giving it to him, I'm going to, give it, uh, I'm going to give it to you. But instead of giving you the actual produce, I'll give you the money. That's where the case of our price is. <laughs> we're, not, we're not concerned that the lady's father separated Shumas Maiser from somewhere else. But he says, there's a core, a specific amount of Maiser And I want to buy it from you. And here's the money. Then Chayshin Shema of Chumas Maiser Al then we are going to have the concern that perhaps the father will have separated Shumas Meiser from uh, from another place. Okay, so it means like this: that stam, you have regular case where a yid tells uh, Levi, I set aside Meiser Rishon for you. The concern is that the father already intended to take from that Meiser Rishon without telling his children. Maybe before he even got the produce. He's like, okay, I, I know I'm getting 20 bushels. I'm, I'm setting aside from those 20 bushels uh, truma for the cayenne So if 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 we would say there is a concern that the father separated without telling the children, then it's going to come out the yid is really paying for truma's miser that he has no right to do. You're not allowed to eat truma's miser. So we're going to have a problem with that. So that's where we're coming in and we're saying that we're we're... Only chayshish, if he says that there's a core, we're only concerned that maybe he said it from he said, he set aside the trumas meiser from another place. Okay, so when are we concerned? Again, let's just get the bottom line on Rev, Rev uh, Mishaashi's halacha. When are we concerned that the father set aside trumas meiser? That's only when the father knew exactly how much re, how much meiser had been set aside. But if he didn't tell him it was a court. If he didn't tell him a specific amount then we're not concerned the father may have set aside the trumas meiser already says the gemara i don't understand are we concerned that haverum haverum means learned people and the assumption is that levium are learned people do you think that they're going to set aside truma from something that they don't even have says the gemara let me tell you something we should never be concerned about trumas meiser because even if the father knew the exact amount the Leviam are well-versed in the Halacha that, it's wrong, that you're not supposed to Set aside Shumas Meiser If it's not right next to The Meiser itself So that cannot be the case of the Brisa Ravashi, Rather, Ravashi says This is what the Brisa means to say Ben Yisrael, Levi If a Ben Yisrael says Levi My father said Meiser in your hand maisu, Or your father has Meiser in my hand we're concerned, we're suspect that he set aside my Why? kids. Because there's no specific amount to set aside. However, I'm sorry, like Kids. Because since there's no kayats, there's no set amount, Like he would not have set aside miservision. So since there's no set amount, there in that case we're gonna say we're not concerned the lady set aside. True, Masmaisik. He doesn't know the amount to do right. Somebody wants to wants you to pay, send them an invoice. I'm sorry. Somebody wants you to pay for their um, for their work. So you say, please. Say, how much is it going to be? Say I don't know. Say well, I'll give you my credit card number when I know what the what the cost is. Right. Let me know what the charges and then I'll pay it. Don't give me like an indefinite. I don't know. And I'm not going to start paying already. Fair. I'm not going to start remo- uh, right, separating amounts from it. So too by a lady. What's the whole concern here? Again, that you have a a, a levy father who knows he's going to receive he he knows he's going to receive miser. The question is, maybe he set aside true miser before he even got it? No. Since there's no set amount that he knows how much to even give the Kohen, we don't have that concern. But that's only because there's no amount. What if he would be told? What if the levy's told how much miser he's getting? You have a $1,000 coming to you. A $1,000 of miser. So he knows. And maybe he's already uh, jumping the gun and setting aside shumas meiser sekur meiser li biyadi. If a yid says to a levi, and he says there's a core, a specific amount of meiser that I have to give to you, i core meiser la or I had a core that I set aside for your father, in chayshon the meiser shabai, we're not chayshish for Chumas meiser because we do assume that it was separated because de dekayitz, since we did give a specific amount. So takune takune balabayas. We're going to assume that the um, that uh, it was all done kosher v'yosher. It was all separated appropriately. He says the gemara the balabayas shumas meiser. One second. According to what we're saying, it's not only on the levy to separate shumas meiser. We're saying that even the person who's giving the truma has a right to set aside shumas meiser. Now, why would the Israel do this? So let's think about it as follows. Ready? Here's the case. Let's pause for a minute. You have a Yisrael, he's got a, a, a hundred dollars worth of produce to give a Levi. So he, he tells the Levi, I'll give you a hundred dollars instead of the produce. Now Yisrael knows that the Levi himself has a Chiyav and Shumas Meiser. So this hundred dollars in produce that you're buying, with living inside of it is an obligation to Hukai. So it says the Gemara, maybe we'll say to the Yisrael, fine, since the Levi didn't separate Shumas Meiser, you separate Shumas Meiser. What would that look like? So it would look as follows. Yisrael says to Levi, I've got $100 worth of grain. The Levi says, you know what? Instead, hold on to the grain. Give me the 100 bucks." See, the Yisrael gives him $100. He still needs to... The Yisrael now has to set aside trumas Meisr from the grain because you're holding on to grain of a Levi that's obligated in trumas Meisr. To which the Gemara asks, "Whoever heard of a Yisrael separating trumas meiser? That's a Levi's Chiv. If d- does a Yisrael have a right? A regular Yisrael have a right to separate trumas meiser? It's not yours to separate. It's a Levi's Chiv to separate. Says the Gemara, wrong. In a regular Yisrael may separate trumas meiser." And this is the opinion of Abba Elazar ben Gamlahi. The time went the Bais Abba Elazar ben Gamlahi Abba Elazar ben Gamlahi says, "Statement pasuk." It says in the pasuk, "V'nechshav lachem true maschem." And this is going to be considered chashuv truma for you. Okay, Well, you said aside is going to be considered chashuv truma. Top of today's daf, betray truma is of medaber. Look at the words of that pasuk. It says, "V'nechshav lochem, true maschem." Your trumos. So that is multiple, okay? So there's two trumas, achas Truma, G'dayla, the achas Truma, of achas Truma, Smeiser. We see that a Yisrael, a regular Yisrael, an ordinary Yisrael, has a right, not only to separate regular truma, but even to separate Truma, if he's put into such a situation, where he has the grain of a levy. So you can separate Truma, Smeiser. Because same as Truma, me just like Truma, G'dayla, you can estimate the amount. There's no biblical specific biblical amount that you need to separate. So You're allowed to estimate. Umarshava can be done with one's thought. Knows I could point to a specific part of the pile and say that part of the pile is truma. I don't need to actively separate it. I could just uh, you know appoint uh, a specific. Uh, a specific amount, kakh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. So too, trumas smaiser. And he tells us, me, can also be separated with." I made with estimation of the regular Yisro The same way regular Yisro separates regular truma, like we all do in Eretz Yisro Every Yid who grows grain has to give Meiser to the Levi and truma to a Kayin So the same way, I can give truma to a Kayin so too, if, if I'm a regular Yisro, put into a situation where I have a lady's grain, because I bought it from him, I also have a right to separate Shumas Meiser and thereby allowing myself to eat it. Okay. Gewaldik. Beautiful. Here we go. Zok the Mishnah. If a person is manyach, he places down fruits with the intention... Of separating truma and miser Okay, now Food until a fruit, grain That's obligated biblically in miser Is called tevel, it's not kosher Okay, if you ever It's a a good trivia question When is orange not kosher? When is an apple not kosher? So if it grows in Eretz Yisrael, And you do not separate truma and miser It's called tevel, it's forbidden to eat The word kosher means fit that's what kosher means. What? Yeah? So it's not kosher. It's not fit to eat. You're not allowed to eat it. I, all fruit is kosher. It's not kosher in to sell. You didn't separate your miser. So this guy sets aside Truma and miser. I'm sorry, he sets aside fruit because his intention is to separate Truma and miser. Where he sets aside money in order to purchase miser sheni with him. So we know that during a Shemitah cycle, in year one, two, four, five of a Shemitah cycle, we set aside Meisr Shani. Meisr Shani, the owner himself ate, but he had to bring it to Yerushalayim. So what you're allowed to do is instead of schlepping all your produce to Yerushalayim, you transfer the holiness onto money. And that money you take to Yerushalayim, buy fruits and eat those fruits in Yerushalayim. So if you set aside money for Meisr, uh, for Meisr Shani, you plan on, you're, you're transferring your Meisr Shani kedusha holiness onto this money. So since you set it aside, you're allowed to be mafresh, set it aside with the chazaka that they are in this world. Now what does it mean you are in this world? What it means like this, I don't have to actively have the produce in front of me at the time that I'm redeeming it. It's enough for me to assume that the same way I saw it earlier today, it's still there. So I could say whatever produce I have sitting in my gr- sitting in my storehouse that's my shasheni whatever's there I'm, tr- I'm redeeming it onto this value. Ah, heady note's there. Maybe there was a hurricane. Maybe there was a tornado. Maybe there's something happened. Chazaka. Chazaka. I saw it there recently. So I'm fine. Okay. So However, in avdu. if let's say you get back home and after the fact, you find out that these things were lost. So then, so then very interesting. Rabbi says, it depends. If what you have to assume is, whenever you noticed it was gone, that it's been gone for up to 24 hours. So if you separated the Kedusha more than 20, from Isa let's say, more than 24 hours prior, you're fine. You could still assume that it was a, it was a fine uh, redemption. However, if you've been gone less than 24 hours or you did it within 24 hours, you have to assume it was gone 24 hours ago. So you have to assume the last day from whenever you notice, last 24 hours, it's not here anymore. If I did it prior, I'm good. If, it's with, if I did it more recently, I'm not going to be good. That's our Lazar's opinion. Rabbi Yudhah says, There's three... Times during the year Where you're obligated to check your wine vats To ensure that it's still valid wine Now what would be the problem with wine what, what, what would be the problem if it's not wine See if it turned to vinegar Let's say the wine spoiled So you're not allowed It's now called vinegar If it's vinegar I cannot use these vats And point to it and say You are my meiser vat Let's explain. Reuven has 20 vats of wine from his harvest season. I'm sorry, it's not wine yet. Maybe it is wine. Let's assume it's wine. Okay, he's got 20 vats of wine. He says, he got 20 vats of wine. See, see he says like this. He says that the vat on the far right is going to be truma. Now, how does he know the vat on the far right, if it's not open, how does he know it's wine? Maybe it got ruined, maybe it's spoiled and it's vinegar. And if it's vinegar, the right side vat cannot be truma for the wine. You can't separate vinegar for your wine. Truma needs to be separating wine from the wine. So how do I know that my wine is still wine and not yet spoiled? So there's three times during the year where you have to make sure that all your vats are still in good condition. And if it's in good condition during that time that you checked and you separated your goods. So here we go. I'm, I'm sorry, by the eastern wind of right after Sukis. Okay. Good luck with that. Any farmers over here? Take out the farmer's almanac. We'll explain the Gemara Bez Hashem. And also you need to check when the smother, the early growing grapes uh, come out, and also when the water enters the baiser, okay? What does it mean when the water enters the baiser? It means that the grapes are grown enough that if you were to squeeze them, you would get grape juice. When they first start growing and you press on a grape, you're not going to get really anything from it. So that's what it means the water is coming out, Okay? Rashi has a different approach, but that's what we'll go with. Here we go. Says the Gemara. All right, two parts of the Mishnah. Hold on, let's, let's just give a quick recap. Two parts of the Mishnah, and that is uh, uh, focusing on Chazakah. Somebody sets aside produce, and he intends to separate Miser and Truma. You can transfer the holiness onto coins as and assume that everything's in good shape. Rabbi Lazarus says... But if you get back and it's ruined, then you have to assume that for the past 24 hours, it was already a problem. And then hence, if you did it within the past 24 hours, it's not gonna be a good transfer of Kedusha onto the money. We have to assume the produce wasn't even there. Next part of the Mishnah, deals with wine. And that is, if I set aside specific vats to be, how do I know if I'm allowed to set aside specific vats to be true in As long as I check them during these three uh, time periods. Alright, let's talk about the first half of the mission of Mayme What does it mean from time to time? Okay? It has to be, you have to go back 24 hours before checking. Before checking. Okay? Meaning that before I checked whether it's there, and now I find it's ruined, I have to assume for the past 24 hours it was ruined no, it's 24 hours not from finding it, it's 24 hours from setting aside these things as true and Maestro. It's not being to the Mishnah, if let's say the, uh, the anything involved in this process, the fruits that I place somewhere or the money, is lost, we're concerned for the past 24 hour period, if, you make, if you're going to say according to the opinion, it's 24 hours from Bidika, Shapir, it makes sense, right? We'll say it. whenever you found it to be ruined or gone or, or lost. So, well, that's uh, that's logical. But according to the opinion that you go back twenty four hours when you set aside the produce, wh- wh- why why would that be the the deciding factor? why would it say 24 hours? It should have said, until 24 hours, not from 24 hours, to which the Gemara says, Kasha, you're right, it's a good question. According to that approach, it would be, it's not the greatest uh, expression of the Mishnah, but we're still not um, backing out of, uh, it's still not a total knockoff of the, of the uh, other opinion. Okay? In other words, it's not a total knockoff of Rebbe Lozer ben Antignes, we have a question on him, about the miser, he's sticking to his guns. Period. Two dots. Back to our Mishnah. Rabbi Lozer said, David Rabbi, Rabbi Lozer says that you're allowed to set aside money instead of the miser and truma, even though it's not, the protest is not right in front of you. However... If you f- come back and you find that it's lost, you got to go back twenty four hours. Amr Abulazr Abulazr says, "Chalukim alav of al Rabbi Allazar. Rabbi says that Rabbi Lazar's argued on him. Now this is interesting. What do you mean, Rabbi Lazar says the Rabbi Lazar? So Rashi here, Baruch Hashem, helps us out and tells us there's two Rabbi Alazrs. Rashi says there's an Amira of the Gemara. His name was Rabbi Alazar, the son of Pidas, and then we have Rabbi Alazr in our Mishnah. So, Rabbi Lazar and Pidas is letting us know. That, you know, there's a Rebbe Lazar in previous generations, and even though he's giving us this ruling of 24 hours, his f- friends, other Tanayim, disagreed with him. Now, how do I know his friends disagreed with him? The Tanan, because we learned it in the Mishnah. Mikvah Shanim Divin Tachaser If you measure the Mikvah and it turns out that there was not enough rainwater in the Mikvah, now previously there was enough. Now I'm checking and there's not enough. So what do I do? How do I know when the mikveh got ruined? Any immersions that that were um, that were done based upon this, okay? Meaning anything that was done that mamish needed, needed mikveh we're going to assume that it stayed in its in its uh, complete uh, tara it's com- it's complete uh, amount i'm, I'm sorry let's go back to the time the if you measure a mikvah, and it turns out right now there's not a, there's not enough water so what's the halach? here we go. tarash any taris that were prepared to be immersed in this mikvah, to they're going to be tame. Be why? Because they have already have a chazaka. They have a status of being tame. So any, every, everything keeps its chazaka. So chazaka. Right now, it comes out that there was enough water. Anything that was had a status of being Tomei is going to remain Tomei, Says the Gemara. Okay, pshita dechalukin. It is Poshit. That, uh, it, 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 so the Guevara says, you see from here, so we see that Rebelazar's friends certainly argue on him because Rebelazar said, you go back 24 hours. Here we see you go back more than 24 hours. Anything that had a status of being Tamey is Tamey. So it's more answers, I would have thought to say, what does it mean anything was prepared prior? It means they may slay the past 24 hours. Therefore, we're being taught that you no, know, they're mamish arguing it's not only going back 24 hours that it remains Tamey, it's going to go back even further. The next part of the Mishnah was the pin of Rabbi Yehuda who says, this three times during the year we need to make sure that the wine is still wine in order to be able to, to use that as my separation of Truman and my Sertana we learned in Ebreza, B'Kidmosh achag Shel takufa. What does it mean? One of the times you got to check is the eastern wind after Sukkot, yeah? So he says it's referring to the eastern wind when it is Shel takufa. Okay, so the takufa is the autumn equinox. It has to be in the autumn equinox, meaning if Sukis fell out early that year, let's say there was been a couple of years since we had an Ibriyar a leap year, so if Sukkis fell out earlier, then there's no need to check whether it turned into vinegar. It's only if it was after the autumn equinox that we have that that we have the concern that maybe it's vinegar and you'll be obligated to check. Tanya learning the price of Yemra Buda, Buda says we give more prokomachim satvu three times during the year where you sell tvu lafnea zera before planting ul basha zera at the time of planting ul frisa pesach and as pesach is coming ul bishlech prokomachim sat yam three times during the year as well we sell um um we're, we're allowed to sell wine before frisa pesach when pesach is coming frisa tseras and shush is coming frisa chag when, when sukos is coming okay now what does it mean you're allowed to sell so what happens is during those times, usually since people need wine for the Yom Tavim, the price of wine goes up. And afterwards you sell shemen, you sell oil. So like, what halach are you talking about? Uh, you know, you only let us sell wine during this time, you can sell oil. So, what are we referring to? Okay, that what It means as far as partnerships, that if you have people who are partners in a business, when it comes to selling wine during this time of year or selling oil, you don't need to ask your. Uh, you don't need to ask your partner. You could, uh, if you're a partner in a business, halacha is usually you need to you need to ask each other permission to sell. Now over here, you're not obligated to. Why? This is beautiful, This is mamish, a fascinating halacha, mamish important because this comes up in, in I find for myself in many different ways, and that is you know usually you need to consult, but there's times where Business moves so fast That if you consult You'll lose out on deals Since Before Pesach Before Shavuos Before Sukkot People need wine And they're willing to buy If you were to start You start saying You know I'm happy to sell You know Let me get back to you And by tomorrow They're going to buy somewhere else You lose you lose out on the deal So When it's going to cause A detriment to the business There's no halachic obligation That you usually have When it comes to The laws of shutvin. When it comes to laws of partners. What about after those times? What happens with that same wine that wasn't sold? Okay. Every, uh, as long as it's, as long as it's selling time. As long as it's selling time, then the chiyav is to go make to go make a sale. And you don't need to ask the shut, if you don't need to ask the partner. Okay. Let's explain the east wind now. We said, when do you check? When the eastern wind, right? The eastern wind, uh, one of the times during the year that you check, when the eastern wind comes um, after Sukkot, and we said it's by the autumn equinox. So, When the sun came up, brought a strong wind from the east. This is the story of yaina my Harishis. what is this harishis, uh wind from the east the strong wind means that it creates what looks like a plowed ocean which means the waves are so strong yeah you, know, you go through uh the only way I could do this because I'm not an ocean guy is when you go. When you go out uh, on the water, jet skiing or speed boating, right? So you go with friends and you take out different boats. So what do you do? You 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 wait for other boats to go, and then you go. I forget what it's called, but it's more fun when you take a jet ski over the the waves that come behind other boats. It makes you fly up in the air. You bounce up, right? The water is like going up and down like furrows. Yeah, it says the strong east wind means a type of wind. That creates these furrows in the ocean that it's going, it's going up and down. So that's the Harishas. Strong eastern wind. Amale Rabba says, If that's the case, the sun came down on, on Yaina's head, Yisalef, and he fainted. I don't understand. Was it hot that he got dehydrated and fainted? Or was it uh, crazy stormy? Rather, Rabba says, Harishas cannot mean like crazy windstorm. Where it's like cold and right. It means Mash kol It's the eastern wind that blows, is, it means it blows and it stops all the warmer winds. Okay? So that's why it means Harishis uh, from Chirish, a person who's deaf can't hear, things stop for them. So it, it stops the summer season. Fa'aynu dakhsav and this is shaq why it says ashabaka dakh kham bashkit eret me darim that you have a a beged a garment which is warm the it's that's the sheket that silences the earth from the south amar of taklifa barof khista amar of khista imasa beged dakh kham one your clothes hat bishaw shehkim eret me darim when the when the the south wind is you know, stops to the heat. Once the the eastern wind is coming, the, all the coolness goes away. Okay, so that's the what's unique about the eastern wind. Ravuna Ravuna Ravchista were sitting. And Geneva walked by them. One said to the other, either Ravuna said said Ravuna. Geneva's walking by, Dabar let's stand up out of Taira. Obviously, they thought Geneva was a tremendous Talmud Chacham. Yeah, they held of him. So he says, uh, let's stand up, cover Tairam. Idah. So either of or Vhista responded, Mikame Palga Maybe he knows Taira, but let me tell you something. He is a Bal He's a palga. He's somebody who divides. He's somebody who divides. Listen to this; it's beautiful. What he's, what the response is. You could be a Tamil chacham, but if you're involved in machlaikas, it counteracts all the Torah. The purpose of Torah, talmidei chachamim marbim shalom ba'il. A true Tamil chacham is somebody who finds a way to make shalom, to bring peace, ba'ilam in the world. It, it, doesn't find ways to bring peace. Said Aduhaqi in the meantime. Also, Ihu came over to them he said, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know what's going on in your conversation? they said, we're talking about winds. There's four winds that blow every day. And every wind has a north wind with it, shallmalike in order because if the north wind wasn't with it it was not with it. the world only exists when the north wind is blowing the southern wind is the most kasha. It does the most detriment, is the harshest Ben mamida. If it wasn't for Ben Nates, what Ben Nates? says Rashi so a specific Malach, that gets in the way of the wind. The southern wind could destroy the entire world. From your understanding, and the nate spreads out towards the south. have he was sitting in a guharka, he was sitting in a, um, we'll call it a wagon, de dahava, of gold. Okay, so Rav Nachman bar Yaakov was sitting in a wagon of gold. And Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak and Ravah were sitting, Rav Nachman bar Yaakov was going by in this fancy wagon, upor us de Karsi, and he was wearing a, a fancy-shmancy uh, type of... Uh, robe. Rava Azulagabe. So Rava stood up to greet Ravnachimbar Yaakov. Rav bar Yitzchak Yitzhak Layazla Gabay. Rakh said he didn't go. Omar. the He might be one of the people he's all fancy, Shmancy, Delancy. And maybe he's connected to the Raishgalusa, the House of the Government. Rubatzarakhu, Rava has to, you know, go be nice. He needs to be involved in government. Very important, right? At times you didn't need to be involved in in governmental affairs, I know light but I don't need to. Yeah, I, I don't need this. No, it's, I this is not a to me. It's no biggie. But when he saw that this fancy schmancy delancy uh, wagon with uh, fellow covered in robes was actually a tremendous tzaddik, but Ibn Nachman So first he thought it was some sort of uh, nobleman, and then he saw it's tzaddik, so he came. Gale Lidare Omar Shadia Nosiv. And Rahma Yaakov revealed his arm and he said that Shadia Noshiv that the the wagon is being pushed uh, is being blown. It's being blown. Okay. So he was he was uh he basically was saying that I look all fancy and I'm all dressed up, but there's a downside to this. I'm schwitzing away. That's why he lifted up his arm. He says, Oi, I have the uh, this tremendous hot wind that's uh, that's coming on. So what's the shayiches? So it doesn't mention, or what's the relationships here? It doesn't mention a specific wind. But it's it's telling us, the again, the power of winds. Omar Avroba says, You can have a woman who miscarries because of the eastern wind. The eastern wind can ruin Margalia's pearls of the ocean. If you have a woman who had relations and there's zera, there's, there's semen inside of her, it gets ruined when there's there's an the eastern wind and causes her to not be able to conceive. Who gave these examples? weren't giving random examples; they were basing themselves off of psukim, and it's this pasuk of he was amongst the brothers, Yafri, he had fruit. In other words, he was able to have children. Yavai Kadim Ruach Hashem, the eastern wind of Hashem came, midbar from the desert. Ayla it came up, the and it dried out Mekai, its source, the geimer. So what does this mean? Yeveshay Mekairai, what does it mean that sources dried up? Zu Mekaira Shalisha. It's referring to a woman's ability to conceive, Mayana, it's found it's uh, it's destroyed its springs says. what's the spring? It's Zera semen that went inside the woman. so also it's the the, the it's destroyed her ability to conceive with it. who and it's going to this' is the end of the process which we didn't list before, but it's going to uh, ruin all the beautiful uh, all, all the beautiful vessels. Zul Shabayam It's referring to even the Margaliyas, the pearls of the ocean. Amar Rava Rava says Who? Uh, this comes from the uh, uh, Chachamim of Surah. The Daike Kra. They're very careful with P'sukim. Mikey achim Yafri. So they, they know how to mamish. You know, darshan this pasuk. Well, the pasuk starts out by saying that he's going to be fruitful. He's going to have Paris from his brothers. What does that mean? Please explain the first part of the pasuk, because you mamish are experts. Amarav Rava says, "Afilu shufta Even uh, I'm sorry, "Afilu shufta Bikufina Demara, even when you put a handle into an axe, the rafia it becomes loose. Meaning the eastern wind ruins all sorts of vessels, even shapes and sizes of holes that I need to insert uh insert pulls into. Ravyesivamar Afilu uh de Badna, even a a uh, a um, not a screw in a wall, but it's uh something a, a connecting piece uh, when it's like when it when it's tied in. Afilu subda de panda. Rashi says oh Yesed Yesed is uh Yesed's a peg. So a peg ged you have a peg inside of a wall rafia also it gets loosened up which means it gets in the way of building so you have to any engineer has to take the eastern wind into account rav akhra yakaw amar rav yusazafilu kanya bekufta ravya." even a reed in a wicker basket gets moved around and loosens up because of the effect of the eastern wind in other words the eastern wind really has runs the world almost not like the urban shot but has a tremendous tremendous effect on our daily living. Hadranallah Lach Hadranallah haget. Hadranallah kolaget. kol haget. Mazel Everybody Finished the Heliga Third parak Of Meseches Gittin. Have a wonderful wonderful Shabbos. Bez Shem and Matzi Shabbos. We will pick up at 10 p.m. On Matzi Shabbos. Have a wonderful wonderful Shabbos.